You're listening to the Tax Machine Podcast. Find previous episodes and blog articles at taxmachine.us. Find attorney growth online at tomtaxlawyer.com. I'm really glad that uh, Anthony Parent at irsmedic.com pointed this out. I got one of these letters the other day from one of my clients, and I almost missed this myself. Many of you might be aware of what's called a final notice of intent to levy. Uh, form 1058. Uh, that's that's a that's a letter that the IRS sends out to taxpayers uh, that basically tells them their property is at risk. It tells them move now. If you don't le- if you don't request a hearing in 30 days, um, then we're going to be able to levy your property. Well, just recently, uh, attorney parent uh, got a letter. He got a notice LT11. Uh, I got one as well. Uh, apparently, the IRS says that this form has been around since 2009. Well, you know what? I've been uh, working in the tax resolution field since 2010, and I've seen plenty notices of intent to levy, which are actually pre-levy notices. They're the second to last notice you get before you have to worry. Uh, And then the last one is called a final notice of intent to levy. I've seen plenty of those. And uh, I I can't recall, I actually can't recall if I've ever seen one of these. Uh, If I have, it's definitely been a a while. Um, It's pretty shady. It's pretty shady, IRS. It's pretty shady what you're doing here. Okay, first of all, you're getting rid of, uh, you're not issuing 30-day letters for audits, and now now you're issuing something that says notice of intent to levy, uh, intent to seize your property rights or property. Uh, we, you know, we've seen this before. Uh, we, we've seen this language before on your second-to-last notice, okay? Um, you know, generally at the close of an audit, especially a, a paper audit, a, a CP2000 audit, uh, we get a 30-day letter. We get a chance uh, to actually appeal. The letter's actually, you know, telling you, hey, you have a chance to appeal, and it's, it's giving you instructions. Well, now the IRS is just going straight to a statutory notice of deficiency. Just, that's just, you know, this is, this is totally Bush League. I, I can't believe the IRS is resorting to this. It's really unfortunate. Uh, taxpayers have rights uh, that they can exercise, uh, but if the IRS is trying to, to change the way that they're procedurally going about things for no good reason other than to confuse people, uh, then something wrong is going on here and it has to be fixed. But listen, if you get an LT11, uh, feel free to give me a call. Nothing's actually changed procedurally. Uh, and apparently, as I said before, according to attorney parent, uh, the IRS says that it's been issuing these letters since 2009. So so maybe according to them, nothing's changed at all. Now, we all know it has, okay? Uh, if you get one of these letters, an LT11, uh, you should speak with a tax attorney about, about getting to a CDP hearing. Uh, CDP hearing is sometimes one of the best chances uh, to get your story heard, uh, to make sure that you actually have an individual there from the IRS that you can have an ongoing conversation with and try to resolve your issue. Uh, somebody who has to answer to you and explain why the IRS is making the decisions that it's making. And maybe most importantly, uh, especially in certain circumstances, CDP hearings uh, give you an avenue to go to tax court to object to the IRS collection tactics if you don't agree with the action that they're taking and if you don't agree with the decision of appeals. So that's sort of where we are. Uh, It's really unfortunate that the IRS is resorting to things like this. I'm not surprised. I'm never surprised. Um, But it's but it's pretty scary for them to to basically start using one notice that looks like another notice uh, that they send out and uh, and implicates taxpayers rights so much more severely. Uh, So we need to do everything we can as tax professionals to get the word out and make sure that taxpayers are aware uh, of this, uh, you know, again, maybe it's not a change. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with the IRS about that. Maybe it's not a change, uh, but it's wrong. It's still wrong. 
uh, and, and for them to, again, go change the format of a letter like that for no good reason other than to confuse and slow down taxpayers in their attempt and, and, and in their actual, you know, drive to, to fight for their own due process rights, rights afforded to them by the Constitution. It's, it's wrong. It's wrong. Um, so if you got one of these letters, seek professional help right away. I wouldn't wait because what this letter means, what this LT11 means is that the IRS, they have nothing else standing in their way once those 30 days pass to actually come after you, to attach your bank accounts, attach your wages and income. It's really something. Thanks. I'm signing out. And again, I wanted to thank Anthony Parent of IRS Medic uh, for for pointing this out and posting this on the LinkedIn boards. I'm going to post a link to his original article uh, on this podcast. Uh, so check it out. And again, if you need uh, tax help, you can find me at tomtax.com. You can give me a call at 860-4thelaw.com. This is the Tax Machine Podcast. This is a perfect example of the tax machine at work. The IRS changing the rules of the game to try and pull one over on taxpayers and collect more taxes before the taxpayers can step in and say, hey, wait a minute. I really can't live, I really can't survive financially if you do this to me. And that's just wrong. Just wrong. Poor form, IRS. Poor form.